For my first episode, I wanted to create a safe space for all my boss chicks. Very uncut, raw, organic, real. Making this podcast was and is very therapeutic for me. As I chat with close friends and I'm able to be very transparent. I hope you guys enjoyed. I was honored to be able to cover some sex topics with my first guest, Jessica Nadu, pure romance enhancement specialist. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome to Cackling Hens. I'm your host, it's GGO, and I'm here with Jessica Nadu, romance enhancement specialist for pure romance. So, we have some interesting topics for you guys tonight. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself, Jessica? Sure. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Of course, you're I'm my first guest. Super excited. So my name is Jessica Nadu. I am a peer romance consultant, and um, I do in-home parties for women, giving them um, some sexual health and wellness education. We have a background guest. She has no name. <laughs> I'm just here for <laughs> comments. Welcome, no name. <laughs> So Valentine's is around the corner. Firstly, I want to um, get into your top selling lubes and toys and what do they do? So some of our top selling lubes that we have, we definitely have um, a lube that is called Just Like Me. It is a water-based lube. Um, so it's a great lube and people should use lube on a regular basis. Um, they actually can enhance the sexual experience. It's really great to help hydrate your vaginal cavity as well. Um, especially if you're not having intercourse to keep that elasticity and all of that happening for you. Um, and you also want to try to use a lube, um, if you're super sensitive that don't have any scents, don't have any flavors, uh, nothing like that. Our lube is also pH balanced. So that's really great for us can help regulate our pH. And we also have different types of lube. So we have a other a different type of lube that you can use for like backdoor play or anal play, which would be a silicone-based lube. Um, we would always encourage you to use that for um, some backdoor play. We have a lube that we call a creme lubricant, which is actually a little thicker. It's a little um, more like cream or like a frosting kind of. And we would encourage you to use that if you're going to use like a C-ring. On a partner, which is a constrictive ring for a male partner, it'll constrict their penis. We would encourage you to use the cream lubricant because they um, will not absorb that lubricant and it won't harm them when you try to take that, that C-ring off. Yeah, so there's all types. It really depends on what you're looking for. You have some flavor ones too. We do. We have some that warm up. You know, <laughs> it just really depends on what you're looking for. A little anal, a little vaginal, whatever. Nice. Some oral favors, makes that more pleasurable, tastes better, you know? <laughs> cotton so, candy. Yeah, cotton candy. We have hot buttered rum. We have uh, maple bacon now. So we have it all. So the water-based one is good for sex in the shower? So in the shower, if you're ever going to do anything with water, we encourage you to use the silicone lube. So, like, if you're going to do, like, sh um, shower, hot tub, or swimming pool, you want to use a silicone-based lube. Nice. Definitely. So, your top-selling toys. I'm, I'm totally obsessed with Serena, by the way. I hear. <laughs> I have many reviews for Serena, I need to say. So, that is a really good toy. So, again, the, the top-selling toys really depend on what you're looking for, right? So, mm -hmm. like... Um, I do sell a ton of vaginal toys, which are, um, they do vibrate. So, you know, the difference between a, 
um, a vibrator and a dildo would be a dildo doesn't vibrate and a vibrator does. So I have va I have vaginal toys. I have clitoral toys. Um, Kia? Yeah, that's a clitoral toy. That's my favorite. Is it? <laughs> it's a great it's a toy. Clitoral, yes, it, it clips right on there. And yeah, it's a great toy. How fast? It goes really fast. To orgasm. Pretty quick, especially if you turn it up the level. <laughs> when, when you get it put on a size level, it's over. <laughs> like minutes? Is that like minutes? Yeah, it pretty yeah. yeah like pretty seconds. Fast. Seconds. Literally, you're gonna love Serena. I swear to God. Yeah, so that's like a really great toy. So those toys are actually made with a different type of a motor, so they're pretty powerful. They're made with a hydro thrill motor, so it's mm -hmm. like a great motor for like water play. Like they um they say, you know, we're made out of, you know, 75% water. So, like, those give you a different type of an orgasm because they are designed to act differently in water than a regular vibrator would. That whole collection looks awesome, by the way. Yeah, isn't it cool? Yeah. And the color and is pretty. Yeah, I got a comment actually, on how nice the color was. No, right? yeah, it's really pretty. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it nice, feels nice. It's silicone soft. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really soft. great. My great. kid actually found it one day and thought it was a chew toy. Stop. So you have the cleaner for the chew toy, so your son was <laughs> right. fine. So I, I I brought the cleaner when I brought the toy, the clitoris vibrator. So when he was chewing on it, I mean, I was embarrassed. And he, my kid didn't really realize why I was embarrassed. But it was clean <laughs> because I cleaned it afterwards. And I cleaned his mouth and then... Um, I just, I was like, glad it wasn't worse than, it could have been worse, you know? It's a good thing you had that cleaner. Yeah. I think that it's important to for us to know that we can't just buy the toy, we have to buy the things that go along with it. Oh, the cleaner? Like the cleaner yeah. And like things to make it last or make it work properly. Mm -hmm. More pleasurable. Like you want to make sure you have like the lubes right. and the certain types of lubricants that you need. Like when we talk about the C-ring where it's constricted and we said we need that creme lubricant or the cream lubricant, you want to make sure that you have that so it doesn't hurt your partner. So when you yeah. go to take that off and it's constricting because being um, a smaller ring, it's constricting their penis, causing them to have a harder erection, reduce their blood flow, make them last longer. So you want to have the right lubricant so then when you go to take it off, you don't pull their skin. Yeah, because when I showed a picture of the C-ring to my man, Ouch. he was like, don't, I can't fit that. That's not going to fit on me. <laughs> so he was like, no, no, no. But I'm like... We could have tried this because it looks Actually, like Actually, one of the girls, one of our friends said that her husband didn't fit it. So they probably didn't use a proper lube. Right. So I, Very good point. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to want to get some lube if you're going to get some toys. The proper stuff, lube. The proper lube. So, sorry. Yes, exactly. So sometimes, like, you know... Um, it's important, like you say, to bring it home and you brought it home and he was like, no way, but that's great because then it can make him, you know, now be more comfortable with it because you're more mm -hmm. educated and, right. and we are actually in the business to help save marriages, right? We're designed to like, um, give you guys things to take back, give all the women things to take back. Cause sometimes, you know, you have kids, you have a career, like life gets crazy and you don't have that time for fun. So, um, it's great that we have the products to enhance your your sex life nice so what do you suggest somebody start with if they're new to all of this and they're like i want to do something but i don't know what to get i'm afraid of a big vibrator <laughs> where do they start where should they start yeah so i kind of like those beginner conversations those yeah. are really fun 
um, because you put comfort in them, knowing that like you can really get anything that you really want. So usually we'll start clitoral. So we'll get them something that can be yeah. clitoral. And most of our vaginal toys, you can use clitorally too. Um, so I would say, you know, I would show them clitoral toys and then I would go into something that's vaginal that also vibrates that they could use on their clitoris. Um, but that's a great way to start. Yeah, because um, that's how I started with a clitoral toy. I yeah. Was, I was like, I don't know about putting something in me, but I want to feel good. I actually was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. You started with um, a vaginal toy. The first time I've ever gotten a toy was a rabbit. Oh, okay. God, those things are dangerous. Mm. I actually wanted to get that when I went to the party. I wanted to get that from you, but you didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So I got that one. Serena, and I'm happy I got Serena because yeah. it's awesome. And, the, and you know, you talk about the rabbit. Like, we go back to those toys. I used mm -hmm. to like to call those the, like, 1900s from the mm -hmm. 1900s because the silicone was very different. Nothing like our silicone now. Um, so our silicone is soft and sleek and smooth now. And yeah. that silicone was a little more like sticky kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that um, silicone was nice. No, yeah. I, can, I can admit that it's soft and silky. Yeah, yeah. silicone is, is nice. Yep. So there's always like advancements in these type of, in like this industry. Right? Absolutely. Like yeah. we have our remote control ones, right? Yeah. Like we have the ones that your partner can have the remote and you can be potentially wearing the toy on your panties or we have some that you can insert. Um, we have backdoor toys. We call them the anal toys that actually have remote controls too. Um, so those are really fun. So yeah, definitely trying to change with the times. I think at some point you, there may be something where like you can control it with an app. Like we may get to that. Point. No, actually really there knows? is, there is toys that you can. I yeah. actually seen, um, um, I listened to this podcast called sex with Emily. Okay. Check it out. And they have these toys where you can control them from your phone. Okay. With an app, so you might be. I wonder. We'll probably uh, get to those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting because um, sometimes I mean, sex is like different type of the products, like you say, that are changing them all around, is um, really good too. Um, but we, we, I'm learning. I was um, learning that we are in a. Um, a sexual recession right now interestingly mm. um people are not having sex as much as they used to so um oh. some of that can be you know the busy lifestyles mm. the um wanting things pretty quickly it could be that they are pleasuring themselves because they can get pleasured themselves pretty quickly um and sometimes it may take a little work with a partner right you got to mm -hmm. communicate which is huge right for your sexual experience to make Find sure that you're, you trust like, right it's a lot of work well, yeah, I was, I was. That was actually one of my questions. Like, um, how often are partners getting it on? Right. Or well, couples, partners, married people. Right. They're saying that you know, uh, marriages. You know, having sex before marriage is is happening more. Um, and we have all those apps, right? Swipe left, swipe right, like all of that. So, Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff is like changing. So they're saying that, you know, having the, the recession, um, but on the flip side of that is we're benefiting in our industry because we can sell products to help people have that experience still. Um, and then it's projected in the next five years that it's going to go from, um, our industry is going to go from a $28 billion industry to a $38 billion industry. So sex is selling, mm -hmm. um, like our products because the sexual wellness is, is really huge. And the focus of like, um, intimacy, 
um, yeah. is pretty big and all of that. So though it's changing. The world is changing. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I, I kind of think that there's like also a movement for women to be more liberated sexually, like mm-hmm. get theirs too. You yeah. know, it's a lot of focus for a long time has been on making sure of your man course, is yeah. satisfied. That is a hundred percent true. And like we even got songs on the way here. <laughs> My music is, you know, mixing for whatever. And it literally, um, soccer girls need love too. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, this is absolutely the truth. Like, even the first time I heard it, I was like, why can't girls talk about how much they wanted and needed and what they want to be? That's pleasure? true, because actually, some girls have higher libidos than men, and it was it's just a taboo topic because women are supposed to be like, oh, no, wait mm-hmm. for the guy to, like, come up to them, but girls need it, too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And so, like you said, it saves marriages. Like, if we have a woman... A wife who, you know, she's got a moral compass, a moral standard. She's not going to go out and step out on her husband. Or even if you're a girlfriend, you're not going to go and step out on your man. So you do what you got to do to take care of yourself so you're satisfied. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Right. So that's the predicament some women find themselves in. That is 100% accurate. Just the same as men find themselves in that situation. Definitely. Definitely. Do you think sex is important in a relationship? So I do think sex is important in a relationship, but I think that before that, I think intimacy comes first. A hundred percent. Because I think that some people, I mean, you can pleasure yourself sexually, yeah. but if you don't have any intimacy with your partner, right? Or if you're not attracted to your partner or if, you know, um, so I think that sex is important depending on you and your partner. Yeah. But I do think intimacy is definitely number one. Well, that's what makes the connection when you're having sex, like intimacy first. And then you guys have a connection when you guys are making love to each other. Mm -hmm. It just makes it way better when you have sex with somebody you, you are in love with. Right. And so when we talk about ways to enhance the intimacy part, the part before you get to like the penetration and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like what can, are there, you have any ideas or like anything that can help people out in that area? Because some men just don't know what to do. They kind of like <laughs> give you a kiss and get to it. Yeah. Like, so how can we get the man to slow down? Yeah. So we, we do have like some things and we, we encourage you obviously to have that communication in the bedroom and like you share that how long it's going to take you to get aroused with your partner. But we have like games that you can play. We have a date night game that you can play, which has like certain positions you could try, certain techniques you could do. Um, so that's a little foreplay game. We also encourage like if you can do a massage on your partner or some other things. Yeah. To, to, um, and knowing their spots, right. Knowing what. And so, like, knowing the, your partner's spots of, like, what really gets them. Is it their neck? Is it their ears? Do you breathe this way? Um, foreplay. So, so, definitely foreplay. Yeah. Kissing, massaging. Yes. What else is foreplay? All of Oral. Oral. Being, like, blowing on your neck. <laughs> yes. All Find of that. soft sensation. Ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. All about it. We're going to be chocolate cake. Yeah, right? Exactly. Strawberry. Intimacy could also be your husband or significant other or, like, washing dishes. Like, you're usually the one washing dishes and they wash dishes. Well, I can tell you that's probably going to help them um, 
a chance of them getting something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's less on you. Men don't know that. They I don't have no, no idea, idea that that actually could help them get more sex. If the, right if, in my burden. Right? It up time for you. Yeah. It up energy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, is so true. He did the laundry. Yeah. He went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Those no, don't go to the grocery things. store. You get the wrong stuff. I'll go to the grocery store. <laughs> well, you know what I, I just mean. <laughs> like, do something, like, to help out. Right, right. Contribute. Because when, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom, shout out to all those stay-at-home moms. Oh, yeah. But it's a lot of work. I don't want to be intimate with you when you come home. I've been cooking, cleaning, taking care of all these kids all day. Like, I don't have the energy. I'm just trying to pass over the kids when you get home <laughs> and have some me time. Right. Like, give me a break. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so definitely I think that um, I don't know how we could get it out there to the men so that they can understand that this could totally be a way for you to have some more sex. If you're looking for more sex, your wife is tired, your girlfriend is tired, your partner is tired, um, help them out. Yeah. Vacuum. <laughs> Do something. Cook. No, they don't even have to cook. If you don't know how to cook, order something. Like, mm-hmm. babe. I got dinner tonight. Yeah. yeah. That's right? actually really important. Like, if the guy doesn't know how to cook, order food for the family. Bring me tacos. <laughs> it's like vortex in my love language. <laughs> I brought you tacos. I know you love me. I, mm-hmm. I, we feel like it's so simple. I don't know. The guys, they need to get a class on. <laughs> I swear. Like, I, well, I, maybe some like, men will hear your podcast. And it sounds simple. <laughs> maybe they'll learn a little something from that. Um, how can you let your partner know in a respectful way what you need in bed without offending? Yeah, so that's a really good question because you want to make sure that you guys are obviously comfortable enough to communicate. Like if you are ready or not able to communicate with your partner, I can gather that almost anything you say regarding something in the bedroom is going to offend. Yeah. So making sure that you have that communication and say, you know, is it okay? I'd like to be pleasured in this way. Like, is it, I want to tell you these things. You know, I definitely, communication is huge in relationships. Yeah, I feel like communication is huge. And I feel like you guys should have like a time frame where you check in. Like, I like when you do this, or I like to do this with you. Like, I feel like you should check in and talk about your sexual needs. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some people get offended. Like, uh Depends who it is. Well, you know, we're always up against the man's ego, (laughs) right? The man doesn't ever want to be told um, to do something this way when they think they're great at doing it another way or the way they're already doing it. So I think you have to, uh, and every conversation you have with the man, you really have to just stroke your ego first. It's amazing. I love it. You do so good to me. Can we try this? Can we try this? Because I know you to be great at I know you can just take me to another level. Like, you really just have to say, baby, I got is this. Not because I'm not not already happy, because I love what you do. I love what we're doing. But I saw this, and I immediately thought of us, and I thought of fireworks. You know what else? Like, what else happens is that, depending on who they had for a partner before, they gave them all the wrong signals. 
Mm-hmm. They told them all the wrong things, right? Yeah. And so, like, oh, that's fabulous. Oh, that's great. Do it like that. Do it like that. But then, literally, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mm-hmm. partners who are not genuine. Yes. And they're not telling them the truth. They could be faking orgasms. Mm-hmm. And, and he's thinking he's doing amazing things, male or female, thinking they're doing amazing things, mm-hmm. where literally, it's not. It's not. going to make you trying to please the man, right? We're like, okay. I'm going to tell them those But also, everybody's body's different. Like, every woman's too. different and every woman needs something different, an orgasm. Yeah. So what he was doing with her might work with her, but then when he comes to bring that to you, it might not work with you. So yeah. he has to figure out your body. You have to learn each other. Yeah. You have to learn each new partner. And then I also feel like at different times in your relationship, you have to learn them there, right? Because if I'm in a 10-year relationship, at 20 years old, I wanted something. And at 30 years old, I want something different. Yeah, or I need something yeah, your different. preferences change. You know what? That, that's true. That's so true. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, when I was younger having sex, I was probably having the most pointless sex ever because I wasn't, <laughs> I know for a fact I was not orgasm. <laughs> I was not having any orgasms. I don't know what I was having sex for because I wasn't having any orgasms. Mm-hmm. Right. So the older I got, I'm like, if I don't have an orgasm, I'm going to be upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So it's different at different ages. I guess you have pointless sex. I can't believe I wasted my life having pointless sex. <laughs> Sad, right? Yeah. And that's why some people actually, you know, masturbate beforehand or after, right? right? Because mm-hmm. they haven't reached that. Mm-hmm. More for women. It's harder for women. Oh, th- that's one of my questions, actually. Um, Does every woman have an orgasm? Like... Orgasm vaginally. So everybody's different, right? Some some women can't have... Well, orgasm through penetration, that was a question. Yeah, so can every woman have that? I don't know that I can really answer that question. Okay. Depending on, you know, their body makeup and what they have going on, some need, in order to orgasm, some need clitoral stimulation, right? Mm-hmm. Some can't just... Yeah. Um, orgasm from from vaginal stimulation, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, um, and I think sometimes the, uh, men think, you know, the the harder, the deeper, the greater, right? Some, that's the harder, not, the faster, <laughs> the stronger. Yeah, that's not always. The <laughs> oh case, my right? God, right? Yeah. So I think that you know it really depends on the woman. They may need more than just that. They may need some nipple stimulation, some, right? Yeah, that's true. They may need other things to help them orgasm vaginally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I think that too. Some women need oral before penetration. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one thing I learned about myself is that I need clitoral stimulation. It doesn't even have to be oral. You got to rub it, touch it, get it nice and perky or something before or else I'm just going to be like... Get your baby penis up. Never <laughs> get my baby penis up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that same focus. <laughs> and it'll come straight through. That is too funny. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. What are some fun, fun, kinky toys that you have for couples to try together? So we have like some bondage stuff, which is kind of cool. Because you know when you um, take away a sensation, all your other sensations are increased. Mm -hmm. So a little blindfolding makes a simple touch feel very erotic, right? Your skin is your biggest erogenous zone. So touching that like soft or blowing on it and you're blindfolded could really do some amazing things. Fifty Shades of Gigi. I love that type there of stuff. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It was just a different level. It is. Like you said, it's, it, your senses are heightened. Like when you can't mm-hmm. see or um, even like when you have 
like no option because your hands are tied. Like you can't, mm-hmm. like you just can't. So you just kind of get That's in. one thing I've never tried because I haven't trusted anyone to oh, tie me up. That is, that is a level You have to trust yeah, somebody a hundred percent before you ever tie me up. I have to trust you a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a trust thing. <laughs> so you have like, um, like kits with like a blindfold or stuff mm-hmm. like that we do okay. yes yeah we sell all of that and we do have like the bondage so we have the whips and we mm-hmm. have nipple clamps and mm-hmm. things like that and i was telling her that's that's the one thing i'm afraid of is nipple clamps really i don't know why does that feel good i don't know if it feels good i'm afraid to try i've never tried <laughs> that's the one thing i'm afraid of up to other different things like and then I feel like once you open the door to one thing and you're like exposed to, you're like, okay, I don't mind trying something. Yeah. <laughs> Another time. Like, Bite my nipple. Fight <laughs> <laughs> hard. Right. There you go. That's funny. By the way, everyone has to get the Gucci Love Story shaving cream. Oh, oh yeah. that shaving cream is amazing. It right? leaves it soft and smelling delicious. Oh, yeah? I yeah. swear. She actually gifted to me when I bought something from mm-hmm. her, and it was so. Actually, you have a sample in your bag. Ooh. Oh, so, great! Yeah, well, you're, you're gonna love it. But next time, like in between, if I don't in between the last, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. So, in an ideal world, each couple would be made up of two partners with identical sex drives. Often the higher libido person deals with repeated sexual rejection that can or won't pack their self-esteem and the lower libido partner gets overwhelmed by pressure. So it's a pretty messy situation. So let me ask you, what do you think you do when you and your partner have mismatched libidos? So I think that um, in order to want more sex, you have to have sex. So if you're on like medication, it can affect you, right? It can affect your libido. You can have a low libido. Um, the more sex you have, the more sex you're going to want. Um, and really, yes. And we also have like, you can try some essential oils. Like we sell essential oil. We sell essential oil. It's called bang, bang. So it's actually designed to help bang, 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 bang. Totally fitting. Right. Um, so it's male or female. You can diffuse it. Um, or you have, have a roll on and it's actually designed. It's designed to help increase your sexual desire and sexual arousal. Um, so it's really great. Like you could diffuse it in the bedroom and, and help increase, um, your libido as well. Um, but yeah, some, mainly it's medications that really affect that. Or like if you're going through like a menopause or something or something of that nature. So like I have like my essential oil diffuser. I can just put a couple drops in there. Like when yeah. before we get ready to go to bed. I need to get bang, water. bang. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Bang, bang. For sure. Exactly. That sounds amazing. Again, communicating, right? With yeah. your partner, making yeah, sure that's that they understand true. that, you know, you maybe are struggling with this right now. And um, that's really important. Communication is number one. Mm-hmm. Communication is number one for a lot of things, actually. When it comes to, like, yeah, when it comes to 
I know sometimes people like, oh, talk, talk, talk before you have sex, right? So I, I think people do have conversations before they have sex. They talk about things that they like, like what turns them on, especially like at the beginning of a relationship, like you kind of just want each other. So you're talking about uh, what you would do to them, right? But you're not having the right conversations about sex. Like So people definitely talk about sex before they have it, but they're not having... The productive right. conversations right. so. you can't talk about it you have to talk about it in a mutual setting like outside of your home or something like and when you're out at dinner or something manner, right mm-hmm. in a purposeful way not just yeah. um oh i'm feeling a little bit on right now so let's talk about sex and i'm gonna tell you this and you tell me no that. yeah exactly purposely say what what we expect and what's going on and you know our experiences even like, you know, the things that we know we like, the things we know we tend to shy away from. And so everybody can kind of have an uh, understanding. And for so long, you know, talking about sex was so taboo, right? Yeah. Like that's not something that you would talk about. Mm-hmm. So we've come a long way. Yeah. Um, and hopefully in the future, you know, much further. Because yeah. we should be having these conversations like with our children. And, yeah. Um, you know, pleasure is not always horrible and mm-hmm. it's important for you to have pleasure because mm-hmm. I think, you know, as young girls growing up, oftentimes we are looking to pleasure their partner, mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's important for you to have pleasure. You shouldn't be doing something if you're not pleasure. Right. You know, it's crazy. My father is very, very, um, untraditional I guess, in the way that <laughs> our, 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 uh, our relationship works. So before I got married, he put me aside and said, mm. well, what to wear on your wedding night? And so I'm just like, this is like, and that's just like how, like, it's not awkward. I guess it could be awkward for some people, but it's not like creepy, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess my dad, like in a lot of ways, wants to look out for me in a healthy way, you know? So having... Whoever is your caregiver, your like whoever you're responsible for. Like I would rather my I think my father was always of the opinion he would rather educate his kids than have them get it elsewhere. You know? So he would come and have certain conversations with not just me, I have three other brothers too. So like he would talk with all of us about certain things and it's um it's like, yeah, I don't wanna talk to you about this and what are we gonna do and stuff like that. But it was important that my father told us what to expect if we decide to go down a certain path or what to what, like you know how to keep ourselves healthy um and exactly. so it's like in our house it kind of wasn't that taboo even my mom i don't know my dad will always tell stories about my mom like am i really <laughs> short like yeah. <laughs> so it was like like we grew up like y'all are nasty <laughs> I think that's maybe where I get a little bit of my like liberation from like and like just to and I always was taught like this is like in-home stuff not like in-home stuff but like you don't just flaunt your sexuality to everybody like you get somebody that you want to be with somebody that you trust and it's okay to talk about it it's okay to um be who you want to be with them yeah so like I just I feel like I had a very untraditional upbringing but it worked for us it works great. <laughs> well, that's why I think that I'm always in relationships because mm-hmm. I am a sexual person and I don't want to be out here like having sex with everyone. Mm-hmm. So I just like tend to stick to one person. So I always end up in these long-term relationships that last forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went um, 
was it like a year and a half where all I did was like uh, work and I got divorced. Like all I did was work and take care of my kids and. Well, actually, when you keep yourself busy like that, you don't think about it. Right. You come home and you want to go in the bed. You're not even thinking about playing with your Serena. Right. So, like, <laughs> so when she was saying, like, you have to have sex in order to want sex, I was good. Right? Yeah, then, you know what? And now, and that's, yeah, that's making sex. sense. And forget it. Forget <laughs> it. You want it all the time. Right. Maybe that's my problem. That's probably my problem right now. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right. Actually, when I was ha- when I didn't have sex for two years, I was fine. I didn't even want it. I didn't crave it or anything. Mm-hmm. But I also was busy like every minute of the day, which is true. Mm-hmm. I heard that you could like orgasm vaginally by getting your nipples stimulated in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anything about that? I can't say that I know anything about a nipple orgasm, but I can see how you could potentially um, have an orgasm from that stimulation, right? Um, And then you can also have some lactation happen with a ton of nipple stimulation as well. Um, And I think that, like, you, it can create some of, you know, um, pulsations of your cervix Mm -hmm. and things, so you can definitely get some pleasure from that. Um, some women don't like their nipples played with, right? Like that's not their thing. Um, but like, again, it just depends on like that person. Right. Like I literally hadn't breastfed my kid in like a year. Right. And I was, I like, I started lactating and I no, he was like, <laughs> like, you know, like and for whatever reason, it just, just happens. Yeah. It just happened. I yep. was like, it's been like a year since I nursed my kid. Oh yeah. God. No, it's pretty normal. Yeah. Some people think there's a problem, right? They call their doctor and say, hey, you know, like, you know, a little stimulation there. And I had some, like, milk that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me about these different type of orgasms. So, you know, you can have different types of orgasms. So we talk about clitoral. So you can have an orgasm um, from clitoral stimulation. And um, many women are really sensitive on their clitoris and they can't have a vaginal orgasm sometimes without clitoral stimulation. So you can have an orgasm from your clitoris. Um, you can have a vaginal orgasm, which is usually from some penetration, um, into your vaginal opening into your vaginal cavity. So a lot of our nerve endings are like right on the opening of our vaginal cavity. The deeper you go in, the less sensations we have inside, unless you're stimulating your G spot, which Mm -hmm. is another type of an orgasm that I'll get to in a sec, but, um, you can have a vaginal orgasm, um, because you want to stimulate the walls of your vaginal cavity. So a great curve is great for that to stimulate the walls. And then your vaginal walls will start to pulsate, um, and have a vaginal orgasm that way. Um, you can have a G spot orgasm and the G spot is, you know, uh, it's a G spot. They say it's a G spot, but it's really like an area. Um, and you need that come hither motion kind of to mm-hmm. penetrate that. Um, and it's literally up inside your vaginal opening and it depends on the person, like how far up, but it's typically around in the same area. Um, and you can have a G spot orgasm, um, that way you can also have, um, an orgasm, uh, anal, um, for, through anal sex, you can have an orgasm as well. And it's usually, um, 
after when you have the penetration because of all the pressure that's created in there it can create um, an orgasm that way for men especially right because they have their special spot down there um, they can have their prostate they can actually end up yeah yeah i've heard of that um, so there's that and then some people actually can have orgasms by just touching erogenous zones like they can be so in tune that they don't need penetration they don't need stimulation in those areas where they can actually have an orgasm because it's a lot of mental for women especially mm-hmm. it's um a lot of mental stimulation and well, have you ever noticed that guys have to think about other things to keep going and we're just focused on going. what we're doing <laughs> yeah. at the moment? Like, yeah. so everyone's, like, women and men are totally different. Like, right. We have to stay very, like, like, in tune to, like, what's happening. Yeah, because if we're thinking about something else, we're not interested in having <laughs> sex with it's you. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, let me think about baseball real quick so I don't come. <laughs> Right, right. Exactly. But when you know, because then if you start thinking about, oh my God, did I start the dishwasher? Forget it. You just lost it. Yeah, it's gone. You look like a dead fish. Exactly. So there are other different types of orgasm. So some good info for you there. Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on my show. You're so welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I can't I'm, wait to come back. I know. I'm honored to have Jessica Nadeau. Yes. Thank you. Sex toy consultant. Um, What do we call you? Pure romance. I'm a pure romance consultant. So I'm pure a romance, romance consultant. Specialist. Romance enhancement. So if you guys are looking to enhance your romance, yeah, hit definitely. up Jessica. She got all the stuff absolutely <laughs> so i do have a facebook so on facebook i'm just Nadu torres and um i do have an instagram i'm not on it a lot like i need to get better with that um and i don't even know what my instagram name is that's how great i am guys so <laughs> forgive me um but i am just Nadu torres on there or J Nadu torres so you can definitely find me on instagram as well and definitely i'm gonna put your um name your facebook information on the link so perfect people can hit you up when they listen to this yeah i can send you the catalog link too and they can put that in oh, there oh yeah as well. definitely you perfect check out some of the products yeah she has Sounds amazing great. stuff i'm looking at the catalog now about what's my next order going to be <laughs> <laughs> oh this stuff is warm it heats up